Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Fun quiz question for you. In what year do you think France enacted a legal age of consent? It was put into law in the year 19... No, this week. Good morning. Uh, yes, uh, France had no legal age of consent uh, until this week, uh, set to actually turn into proper law next month. Uh, child fans, uh, what do you think that age of consent might be? Mm, yeah, 15, 15, 15. You know, they know, don't they? At 15, that's, that's absolutely fine. There is a uh, Romeo and Juliet clause, which is uh, sort of disturbingly slightly romantic kind of tone, which means that um, if you're both underage, uh, that's that's fine. Um, and actually, uh, you can be 18 and you can have sex with someone who's 14 and a half. That's that's absolutely fine. That's fine, isn't it? It's fine. Okay, let's just go a little bit further. Uh, At what age are you legally allowed to have incestual sex with someone? At what age can you have sex with a family member in France? Legally, guys. Always legally. Uh, 18. 18. So, um, yeah, once you're 18, the whole family is very much on the table. Uh, it's heartening stuff. That uh, do you know what? It's fa- listen. It's in the Bible. The Bible cookbook. Forty-six Psalm Sunday smoothie. This is a tricky dish requiring much preparation to bring off successfully. The tables of the moneylenders must be the right size, too small and they won't carry enough money, too big and the tables can't be overthrown. Make sure that your juicer is strong enough to grind the branches of the fig trees into a true smoothie. And remember at all times not to let thy tongue cleave to the roof of thy mouth, lest the smoothie dribble from the corners of that same mouth. 
ingredients. Branches of fig trees, clusters of psalm tree leaves, one ass, one colt, one dove, small bunch of moneylenders, one lion, preferably young, adders to taste, dragon, pinch of psaltery. Method 1. Raise Lazarus from the dead. 2. Place all ingredients in thy wash pot. Moab is best. 3. Wash and dry ingredients, then place in juicer. 4. Juice until they be like honey out of the rock. 5. Serve cold all the days of thy life. 6. Belch not, but rather clap your hands, shouting unto God with the voice of triumph. Reference Psalms 47, 59, 60, 81, 91 and 137. Matthew 21, Mark 11, Luke 19, John 12. Uh, my thanks to uh, my father. That's uh, Nick Yap, who uh, you just enjoyed there. Uh, the Bible Cookbook is now available on sale at Amazon.com or .co.uk. That holy grail of commerce. Uh, so yes, well done, France. Um, this is presumably about sort of letting various people off the hook. I'm wondering which which French minister said, uh, "I think it should be 15." No, I think it should be 15. Just checking back on their diary. Uh, so anyway. That's that. Let's press on. Uh, an interesting article in Vox about TikTok uh, and, and social media generally. Uh, it, it seems that uh, entrepreneurs, those Silicon Valley whiz kids, uh, have found ways for creators to monetize literally every aspect of their lives. So um, there's a, a new app. Uh, I think it's called New New. And... Uh, it, basically, it allows you to sort of set up polls, I think, so that um, your followers can vote on everything in your life. Uh, should you break up with your boyfriend? Uh, should you have shepherd's pie for tea? Um, guess which one of those is the closest reference for me. Um, and it's kind of interesting, like there, there's an increasing sort of trend towards this anyway among creators. Uh, everybody knows that, you know, creators get burnt out. They just run out of ideas. Uh, the whole kind of, uh, I filled my swimming pool with 15,000 gallons of sump oil to see what would happen. And, you know, people trying to do it. Uh, I didn't know that there, there was a YouTube, they called it the adpocalypse when uh, suddenly there was a sort of decimation of uh, advertising revenue for people on YouTube. Uh, and it's kind of heartbreaking. You know, so you've got these kids who are desperately trying to become sort of famous and, and, and monetize their lives saying, I will literally bang a tin tray over my head uh, for coins if you tell me to. Um, but also people producing really amazingly good work on YouTube to such a high standard, so much work and effort going in, and you know, not just like the content, but the execution, the filming, the editing, and stuff. That stuff takes so long to do. Um, now making almost nothing, um, and it's really weird. And so I know I I mention the the, the patrons of this podcast a lot, but it, it is because I I I think it is definitely going to be the new paradigm because uh, all these platforms that that host stuff uh, including i have to say like 
uh, the platforms that host podcasts, they take a monumental share of the profits and the creators are being squeezed and squeezed and aren't really seeing much revenue at all. Um, uh, not to go into figures because they're quite depressingly low, but I make five or six times more money from the people who directly support this podcast than I do from advertising. Um, so those adverts that I make you sit through, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't make an awful lot of money out of that. I'll tell you, it's about 70 pounds a month. Uh, I make from advertising on this. So, um, I do think that the, the 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 new model is absolutely going to be this kind of peer to peer microfunding thing. If it's Kofi, uh which I'm guessing is what he did after he ran the United Nations, it's Kofi Annan's website or uh, Patreon, any of these. Um, and obviously, I'm about to set up my OnlyFans uh, website where we find out how much you'll pay me to keep my clothes on. But um, it is the way forward, and and I would. I've it's taken me until uh, I don't know about three or four months ago myself to kind of finally realize that actually yeah if if there's someone whose work I I like I really ought to pay some money for it uh because people are making nothing uh I support uh, Gretchen Price on YouTube uh she's uh Gretchen's vegan bakery um and you I mean th- the statistics are out there. She gets a few thousand hits uh, per video, but that equates to literally three or four cents of uh, money. And so uh, she's she's not she's not making any money out of these videos, and they take days to make. So um, I suddenly realised, yeah, I watch these. I should support them. This isn't me trying to guilt or shame you into supporting this podcast but i would say if if there's someone you like and they're sort of pursuing that business model um you know however small an amount uh it, it does make a massive difference uh to people um and i will definitely bang a tin tray over my head uh for you if that's what you want once you sign up um and it is an interesting thing because it, it becomes this curiously i mean wonderfully mostly intimate thing where you, you you have these people who are directly putting money into your bank account every month and you do feel hugely accountable to them and it's quite a hard line you have to try to keep in your head of trying to guess what everybody secretly wants what bits do they like the most versus what bits do i want to do and do i think i should do Jacob Collier, who won a Grammy uh, this week, he's like 26 or something, uh, the British guy. Uh, I heard him interviewed on the radio and and he said he'd sold 26,000 albums or something. And he said, well, you know, there was a time when I was selling handfuls and I tried to kind of ignore the numbers. uh, And just, he said, as an artist, I think I have to just make what pleases me and I should ignore everything else. And I thought, well, that's that's a very that's a very wise head on such young shoulders. Uh, I don't really consider myself an artist. I consider myself as a purveyor of fancy tapes for all occasions. But uh, it's a good lesson and and something I should, I guess, try to remember. But uh, it, it's a it's an interesting new paradigm, and I think it it is the the way all of this is going. But anyway. I'm going to get my tin tray and head over to TikTok. 
is your mum doing on TikTok? It's not today at swanburst.com, of course, uh, if you'd like to tell me what your mum's doing on TikTok. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, in the meantime, uh, thank you very much indeed for your emails, which I'm sort of filling, trying to get up. There we are. Barney has some answers to Steph's quests. Still not really working as a as a format point. We'll workshop it. Uh, hi, Jake and Dave. Uh, here are my picks for Steph's questions. Uh, yes, this, this Steph asked some questions about music. Uh, what sort of music do you listen to the most? Classical music, says Barney. Ooh! I mainly listen to Radio 3 now. Uh, the 19th century romantic period, or first half of the 20th century mainly. Oh, Barney, yes, 100% I'm with you. And, and predominantly the French uh, and the Russians. Uh, here we go. Stuff like Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker. This is the best bit of it, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not going to open I, I'm, I, I'm not going to. I'm sorry. What music? Oh, he's done all the tracks. Okay, I'll, I'll try and get them all up later. I haven't got time for that now. What music makes you happy? Ella Fitzgerald and Duke Ellington. I'll just do an impression of all of them. Wait, that's not the nutcracker. Anyway, what music makes you happy? Ella Fitzgerald and Duke Ellington doing It Don't Mean a Thing If It Ain't Got That Swing live at Côte d'Azur. It's the way some people in the front row are making Ella crack up and she just keeps going. It sounds like this. Uh, and this version really builds from something mellow into an out-of-control banger of a track. This is a great track for power walking with a smile on your face. I love those. Uh, what music makes you sad? After Cousin Davey talked about the Divine Comedy, I was really keen on picking a lady of a certain age, which makes me cry on behalf of deluded shallow types who have gone to seed. Hannon is so great on empathy. 
Then there's the music to the Railway Children, inexplicably unavailable to buy, so I had to run the film into Audacity and create my own tear-soaked MP3 of its gut-wrenching score and Jenny Agata's cut-glass voiceover. Blimey. But for a weapons-grade tearjerker actually on Spotify, I picked the second movement of Schubert's 21st Piano Sonata, played by Sviatoslav Richter. Blimey. Off the scale. It's just so simple and devastating at the same time. I couldn't think of anything worse than listening to this with someone. It's so inner and just too solitary for communal playing, for crying alone. Oh, that's the best kind of crying, isn't it? <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I went to the Sibelius concert uh, in the Royal Festival Hall? Uh, I think it was, is it his sixth or his second or his fifth? I can never remember. I think it's his fifth uh, symphony. It ends with these big chords that just hang in the air. The, the theme goes... And it ends with this... bam. Bam, bam, and you could hear a pin drop. You know, it's an auditorium. I don't know what ten thousand people in there. The final chord gets sounded by the whole orchestra. Bam, bam, and there's that split second where everyone is about to applaud, and suddenly, about three rows down from me, I just hear a man suddenly shout, "Bitch!" And everyone is like tearing up and about to applaud and kind of goes, what? And then this woman starts going, no, I I, I phoned the police. I call the police. I call the police. Bitch, bitch, you shut up. And um, everyone's like, what the hell happened? I mean, most people were clapping, obviously. But it was uh, a, uh, I think one of them had been using their phone and the other one had said, could you not use your phone? And it had kind of turned into this escalated whispering thing. And then by the second the music was over, they really needed to properly go at it hammer and tongs. Um, And what was funny was they were both foreign, like Italian or something. And that just made it funnier that they were both swearing in English. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, what music did you hate but now love? Barney says, I sort of always hated the 80th synth. What I can't bear is chorused guitar. Chorused guitar to me is the worst sound there is. Uh, Barney hates naff disco sound, uh, so never really got into the likes of the Pet Shop Boys, which is a terrible omission. No, it's not. Uh, really churlish of me, and It's a Sin has been an amazing way into them for me. Really? Okay. Runners up with rather contrasting. Kate Bush is running up that hill. I managed to get past... And like the voice. And finally, Mendelssohn's long, stuffy Old Testament choral slog Elijah. Actually, singing it was a lot of fun, so long as you gave it some melodramatic 1950s biblical epic theatricality and shout out its very violent, mad lyrics. Oh, cool. What music did you love but now hate? Maroon 5's This Love. Wow! Yes! Oh, the shame, the shame. I mean, it has some rhythmic punch, but that doesn't justify turning a blind eye to the lyrics like... I tried my best to feed her appetite, to keep her coming every night, so hard to keep her satisfied, kept playing love like it was just a game, pretending to feel the same. Uh, Maybe all men should be sterilised so that these abominations don't happen again. Yeah, I I don't think you should necessarily have an automatic human right to a penis. I think think you should have to uh, undergo rigorous training and then an exam. Uh, And then if you pass, maybe maybe then you can have your penis. Uh, for gender balance, I could have picked Cara Emerald's stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember liking that, and I don't think I would now. Good singer, but listening to her stuff now, it's so fake retro and overproduced. And it's not as though I could write lyrics in Dutch, but you really have to prioritise making sense rather than just crowbarring in a word that rhymes. Gosh, Barney. On a final note, shouldn't we have what music makes you laugh? Very subtle difference to what makes us happy. Oh, yeah. If you haven't heard, it's quite obscure. 
There's a live radio broadcast version of Peanut Vendor done by Spike Jones. It's on the Funk label. And what's great is the radio announcer just loses it. Can't can't recover. Barney would nominate Anything and Everything by Tom Lehrer. Oh, yeah. We had some of that this week, didn't we? Uh, but perhaps Smut deserves a shout-out more than the better-known New Math and Poisoning Pigeons in the park. Honourable mentions for Flight of the Concords, Carol Brown or Business Time. <sighs> Here's my confession. I cannot get into Flight of the Concords or Tim Minchin. And I know you're going to judge me for that. I find it a little too contrived, a little too affected, and then a little too overworked. Like, these songs end up being like five minutes long. And that's too long. I reckon a minute 30, you should probably be done with your comedy song. I'm sorry. I know that's awful. Okay, bye. I hope I see you again. Uh, Adam and Joe submissions for Quantum of Solace. And yes, of Jake's oeuvre. Oh, bless you. I really laugh at his uh, send up of people buying a folding phone and Nazi pups. <laughs> ah, you're welcome. Anyway, thanks for indulging. Barney. Hey, thank you very much. And it's nice to have some highfalutin stuff. There, there are some of the composers that, that I, I just, I don't really know. I can't find my way into. It would be quite good to sort of have a classical music rundown, like why you should like it and why it's good. I think that'd be great. Uh, Neil says, hi, Jake, and the yappiness of the Katakuris. It's a movie, don't think about it, just go with it. I almost did, Neil, sorry about that. Great rendition of All Along the Watchtower the other day. I haven't heard it either. Now I never will. I wouldn't want to sally what I now class as the original. I'll listen to it, I think, with Davey on Friday, the original All Along the Watchtower, just to see if I uh, get it right. Until the war is won. Uh, if you need any suggestions, I really hope you haven't heard the Bob Marley classic jamming. I'm afraid I have. Uh, it goes a wibbity 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 bong, uh, I believe. Uh, I can only assume that it's about the production of donuts on an industrial scale. It's probably a verse about Greg Wallace having a tour of the facilities, complete with his egg-like bonts covered in the usual blue hairnet. He would gaze lovingly at the proprietary extruder as it creates the perfect specimen. Oh, it's a bit bigger than my donut implanter at home. His eyes will be brought to tears as he sees the horizontal injector fill his ring full of the sweet, oozy, jammy goodness. Ah, <laughs> oh, Janice, my friend. Can't bear it. Well, that's what I think jamming is, and I hope you like jamming too. I, I love a good jamming. I haven't, I haven't been jammed in, in a while. Uh, there's a lot to unpack there. Thanks, Jake. Thank you very much, Neil. Let's unpack that jam, shall we? Uh, and I'm finally, I'm going to leave you uh, with a, a little something, a little something special I've had to bleep uh, from Pat. Uh, he says, um, just to warn you, uh, it's uh, got a swear at the end. Don't worry, I will beep it. Uh, he says, they say the devil makes work for idle hands. Well, I can't remember the last time I had a chance of being idle. But nonetheless, it seems the horned one has been busy. Lots of love to all the yapsters. Uh, <laughs> Here it is. I kind of love it. It's very atmospheric and weird. Enjoy. Okay, Oh, 
Oh, what's the point? This has been a Swanburst Media production. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.